Hello, and welcome to Frontier Fiction, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We're coming to you all the way from the frozen north. It's not easy to stay sane in Alaska, so we get together with one of our favorite games to let the voices in our heads out to play. My name is Wacy, and I'll be, be playing Karthus Coldwell. And I'm Colton, playing Shavin the Smuggler. And I'm Beta, playing Shay the Survivor. And I'm Zeb, playing the amazing DM. Let's roll to see who's doing the recap. 13. 11. 15. 7. Haha. <laughs> Alright, So we began last time in the forest still. The forest kind of in the center of the land. What's that called? The forest. The forest, yeah. <laughs> and uh, having recently had our parlay with the fake lady of the forest, uh, she gave us a stone that was guiding us out of the woods kind of by pulling us lightly in the correct direction or a decent direction to go. Uh, that stone led us into some sort of an ambush that was held by strange like uh, floral creatures or, or plant creatures that were uh, like twig men and it seemed like anything that we did resulted in a tree coming to life and attacking us. However, we were able to rout all of those, lighting some on fire, blowing some to pieces, and then uh, with a clever um, ability from Karthus, we were shrouded in shadows and were able to leave the entire area um, without being spotted. We then actually ran into the camp of the bandits that beset us very early in our adventure, and Chavin could not resist the opportunity to harass them a little bit before we uh, skirted around the camp and we... Uh, using his small uh, imp companion and its invisibility and a bit of trickery and some voice play, he threw rocks at some of their sentries and caused uh, one of them to end up killing his companion and be drug off to the camp center <laughs> to be punished in some way. Uh, Harold, no! That <laughs> is uh, very dark and grim, but entertaining nonetheless for this audience. <laughs> uh, following that, we exited the woods safely with our mounts and are now approaching the town of Oakencrest, where Shay hopes to check in on the condition of her hometown and warn them of the impending uh, undead army that are marching in that direction, lumbering slowly, not marching. <laughs> March. Very orderly zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out of the woods, why don't you all start by giving me a perception check? Four. Nineteen. Shay, you eleven. barely recognize your hometown. <laughs> you got eleven, Karthus and Shavin, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Karthus and Shavin, you notice that um, it's not very light out. Um, you would expect it to be lighter than it is, but Shavin, you can tell that the sun is on the wrong side of the sky. You went in there in the daytime and would expect with the five hours that have gone by, the sun would be now setting rather than rising, um, but the sun is coming up from the east. Mm. I question my internal compass a few times and then looking up at the sky. Uh, so that means it's setting now, right? Is it setting? No, it's rising. It's it rising. should be setting. It should be setting. Well, it appears my friends, that we spent a lot longer of a time in the forest than we thought. 
or a whole lot less, maybe? I'm not sure. But either way, I guess we should hurry. All right. Shay is extremely confused right now, looking around, but listening. <laughs> on pig. <laughs> on Dasher, on Blitzen, on pig. <laughs> I think it was longer than we thought, because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you do feel as though um, you are rested. Um, as if an entire time had gone by. Um, <laughs> so that statement was incorrect. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go figure. Mentally tired, not physically maybe? Yeah, maybe mentally tired, but as far as gameplay goes, if you had hit points loss or spell slots, they would be restored because oh. you would feel as though you had a long rest. Okay. Even though you don't think that you closed your eyes at all. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys approach Oakencrest. Does the stone still tug in that direction, Shay? The st- the stone. I still would have the stone on me. Right, you were leading the way with the stone that the dryad gave you, uh, Mirathal. But no, at this point, as soon as you left the forest, it would um, just feel like a weight in your palm. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep it. It's in my pocket. Nice. Cool. So far, we've collected a lot of rocks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You still got the thank you rock? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to return it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to return it. <laughs> return to sender. Yeah. Return to sender. I'm going to write your welcome backwards on it, and I'm going to stamp it in that guy's forehead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You like tie guys to trees, <laughs> stamp their foreheads with rocks. I'm all about messages that last. <laughs> <laughs> and send messages to other people that encountered them. <laughs> All right, so if you guys um, would approach Oakencrest, there are yeah. three gates. There's one um, on the west side where you are towards the forest. There's one on the north side and one on the south side. Um, so you could pick any gate you preferred. Mm-hmm. You're closest to the one on the west. Right. Which one's the closest to the one from Trenton? From Trenton, Trenton is north, so the north gate would be the closest to Trenton. We should enter through the north gate so we can see if we see anything from that direction. Okay. Sounds good. And I kind of look over my shoulder at my amp who's kind of lounging in my hood like a hammock. I'm like, hey, lights out, buddy. I don't think anyone's going to want to see you around here. (laughs) He just blips. Yeah. So if you guys approach from that direction, um, you would notice the sentries on the wall, pretty normal, just marching back and forth as per usual. From the north, as you got got around the corner, you would notice immediately um, all of the rolling hills that you've encountered from Oakencrest to Trenton makes it kind of hard to see any distance ahead of you other than just like 50 or 100 feet. Um, so as far as anything coming from the far distance, you couldn't tell. Sharvin, Sharvin, Sharvin. I still want to say Sharvin. <laughs> Sharvin, could you just made your little guy go away, but could he look? Oh, he's, Incognito? he's still here. And you can kind of here. see my hood kind of jostle around and uh, imagine his little head peeking up over my shoulder. I think he throws something at Shay. Yeah. He <laughs> definitely. <laughs> a pine cone. Does the pine cone hit Shay in the head? It's damp and kind of drooled on like he's just been chewing on it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Did he do the scout? <laughs> yeah. One sec. I'm like. Come on, bud. And I grab his invisible form and I literally just toss him 10 feet into the air before you hear him go, Pow! and then, <laughs> and then I flip my hood up and I start looking through his eyeballs as he kind of flaps higher and higher. Mm. How high can he go? Can it, 
No limit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So as he gets very high, I don't know how far. What is the legal vision like? How far can people see in this game? <laughs> I know if it's great distances away, it's just line of sight. But um, you know, it might it might require a perception check. Uh, you know what? I'll say that um, from the from the, the height that he was at, mm-hmm. he would be able to see kind of a just kind of a black blur on the horizon mm-hmm. that seems to be just ambling, as you would say, mm-hmm. in your direction. And going by, um, I don't know, mathematics, you would guess that whatever it was would arrive sometime mid-morning. Mid-morning, okay. I apologize. Whatever it was would arrive sometime late afternoon. I forgot that I said the sun was rising rather right. than setting. <laughs> right, okay. Mid-afternoon. Uh yeah, I flip my hood back down and signal for him uh, to flap back down, uh, still invisible. And I say, it looks like we've got about 12 hours at the most. All right, we should definitely warn the guardsmen here in Oakencrest. Yeah, hopefully you have some buddies. Otherwise, they're going to be hard-pressed to believe us. But I guess they're not exactly fast. So even if they don't believe us as they see them uh, tripping over the hillside, they'll get the idea uh, anything they can do to prepare, though, it's not going to hurt. And I don't know. You want to tell Nelda? I'm saying this as we're kind of riding up. Mm-hmm. You want to tell Nelda to pack up shop and leave, or what? I'd prefer to contact, have contact with her first. Okay. Before I do anything else. Okay. Yeah, so we just approach the northern gate. Mm-hmm. Approaching the gate would be no problem. The gates are open for trade, and there's a couple of guardsmen standing there, but they would just look at you as you walk by. And not really say anything, not stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we pass him, I just kind of like point over my shoulder and I'm like, there's a whole bunch of zombies back there. I might, you know, be ready to close the gate at any given time, kind of casually, and then <laughs> just walk right by. The, the two of them are there and one of them just like, <laughs> this guy, he says there's a bunch of zombies. Uh, I don't think he was kidding. He didn't seem like he was kidding. There's no, there hasn't been zombie sightings in years. Undead. Ha! Uh, children's stories. Children's scary stories. You just hear him talking a little bit back and forth. <laughs> As Carthus passes them, he says, They're real. And he deadpans and continues to follow Shavin. Ha! Real zombies. I get a load of these guys. They must rehearse this show on the road. I don't think that they're joking. There's two of them. Why would they joke about something? They're zombies, man. They're like the butt of every joke. Hey, hey, what's... Is that your mom or a zombie, you know? And they don't... (laughs) They're not reacting to the zombie thing. Okay, well... (laughs) Okay. At least when they see people lumbering up, the thought will cross their head. (laughs) Are those zombies? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's your mom. (laughs) Oh, all right. So we're headed towards Nelda's place, huh? Walking down the streets of Oak and Crest, you would notice it looks a lot like it did before, though there are houses every now and again that seem to have had fire damage. And you might recall upon your exit of Oak and Crest, there was some screams and smoke in the air. But approaching Nelda's, as you got to Timber Ale Tavern, um, it's closed. Obviously, a tavern's not open in the a.m. And how do you approach that? Um, the back door. Okay. Is, there, is there a lock on it? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Nelda locks just, her doors. She's just going to pick it like normal. 
Great. I'm like, normal. Look out for the cat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give me a, a sleight of hand. All right. With advantage, well, you don't need advantage. No, I got 19 <laughs> plus 6, so. Okay, I was going to say with advantage because you've picked this lock many a time, sneaking in and out of her place. See if I can. <laughs> not no. 20? No. Not, not right. 20. <laughs> so 25, I guess that'll do for this lock. Uh, and it pops open. Can I do a perception check? And then I would have tied my horse out back, too. Tied your horse out back? Yeah. You guys aren't bringing your horses into the tavern? No, no, no I don't Not without asking first. Great. Okay, so you're not sneaking at all. Give me a perception check. I want to see if anything's changed. Fifteen. Fifteen. It looks um, very dusty. Like it hasn't been open for several days. Maybe a week. Like a week. All right, I want to go into her her quarters. Mm -hmm. So you would know that the, the back door to the kitchen, there's a staircase on the other side that if you go up, there, um, there's a door that leads to her one-person living quarters. You do that? Yeah, I'm going to knock on the door. You knock on the door? Yeah. Okay. You don't hear anything. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, is it locked? Can I go in? It's, it's locked, yeah. It's locked. I'm going to pick the lock. All right. Pick the lock. Um, I got math. Math. 14? Yes. Great. That does it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it clicks and it squeaks open. You go inside, mm -hmm. and um, as you step through the doorway, um, give me a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way from her swinging a rolling pin at your head. All right. 14, uh, 18. Oh, yeah, that does it. Uh, she swings this rolling pin right where your head is, and you just, like, lurch to the side. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, Oh, Shay, oh my dear, I could have killed you. Nah. Oh, oh you, you're just breaking into my house. Oh, you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, she drops the rolling pin and just picks you up in a big hug. I'm so glad you came back. What? Why are you back? Um, well, there was some crazy stuff going on in Trenton, and there are a lot of zombies no joke zombies coming this way, and I think you should get out of here. She just kind of lifts her eyebrows and her head at you, tilts back, very questioning. Um, did somebody else hit you with a uh, rolling pin recently? <laughs> no, no, Delta. I'm being serious. Give me a persuasion. Uh, dirty 20. Oh, gosh. All right, yeah, no joke. You believe what you're saying so intently that she's forced to question everything she believes in. <laughs> huh, zombies. Well, you've never lied to me before. Surprisingly. I, that. <laughs> I believe that Nelda's probably the one person she hasn't lied to. <laughs> because why would you jeopardize your only healthy relationship? <laughs> Okay, um, how many zombies? We got help, but there was hundreds of them when we left Trotton. Hundreds of We must, we must warn the guard. They don't seem to believe us. Those guards. Are you, are you like, down the stairs? Or were you following them up, up the stairs? Carthus was following them up. Just right up? Okay, yeah. <laughs> great. Shalom, were you up there as well? No, I'm looking in the kitchen. <laughs> looking in the kitchen. <laughs> There's, doesn't, there's, like, 
a couple of bowls, a couple of cups, like she's just been cooking for herself, mm-hmm. mostly. Um, slightly used. Yeah. No leftovers. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, well, I suppose we might have to go straight to the mayor. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, the mayor's wife. Oh, you don't know, do you? What happened to the mayor? That same night that you guys left town, several of the nobles and the mayor were killed. Was it us? Oh, I believe you. You had your own struggles. I think that the fires and the shadows that were here were just... Shadows? Yes. Oh, you didn't encounter them on your way out. There were shadows, um, and they were just attacking, it seemed, random people in random houses catching on fire. But then when morning came, we found that the mayor, the mayor's daughter, and several of the nobles were killed in the night. We came upon shadows a little outside of Chutton. Hmm. I'm not surprised. I wonder if they're connected. We believe we dealt with the problem. Well, I haven't seen them since that night, so maybe you did. But nevertheless, we must take this to the higher authorities. Do you want my help? Yeah, I'm, you know I'm not much good with talking. Yes, I have noticed. <laughs> okay, well, let us be off. And uh, she grabs her coat from the, or shawl or whatever she wears, probably a shawl, yeah. off of the hook and starts marching downstairs and she sees Shavin snooping around the kitchen. I got like my hand inside of a jar and I just close the lid real quick and kind of give it <laughs> an off-putting smile. She just rolls her eyes and sighs. <sighs> Let's get going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think my imp pops up out of the jar. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me, <laughs> you have the most peculiar friends. <laughs> yeah. All right, so sh- <laughs> yeah. Beggars <laughs> can't be choosers. <laughs> so she starts walking down, and you guys can tell that she's on the same track that uh, goes to the central office where you guys had your shenanigans before. Mm-hmm. Shay impersonations with the two Shays and the trying to dive out windows. Um, and as she approaches it. Um, there are several guards, several more than there were before, um, surrounding it, on high alert. And as you get closer, the, the two at the front, would you just approach from the front? Nelda yeah. would, if yeah. you're following Nelda. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nelda gets up there, and she's huddled her, in her shawl and, like, back straight. She's a fairly tall woman. Um, not quite six foot, but tall for a woman, like 5'11". And that's tall for a woman, right? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm <laughs> just, just still check. In your world? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean my, my world or this world? <laughs> <laughs> Let listeners don't know, I'm not a very tall guy. <laughs> uh, well, as you approach, she's uh, making herself look very confident. And the uh, two guards at the front, they say, Oh, you uh, can't go in there, miss. Um, excuse me, I will go where I please. I have urgent business with the mayor's wife. Hey, she pays her taxes. Thank you. I don't really. <laughs> that was not the time. <laughs> um, I'm an honest, dishonest woman. <laughs> um, I need to get through, and I need to get through now. There are... And she doesn't really want to say that there are zombies approaching because she knows that she had a hard time believing it. There are urgent threats to this city that need to be known. Hmm. Ah, uh, 
Right. You can go in. Your uh, companions can stay out here. And she just kind of looks around at you three and looks at Shay and says, I'll be all right. Um, and goes inside and they let her. <sighs> I haven't even gotten the opportunity to get thrown out yet. <laughs> okay, fine. And I'm just going to, there's a fountain here, right? Isn't there a fountain in the middle? Yeah. Yes. I'm just going to go sit on the fountain and uh, kind of straighten my hair out looking in my reflection. <laughs> nice. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Shaman's got lots of hair. Yeah, lots of hair. <laughs> this is pretend land. <laughs> hey, if a tall woman's 5'8 for me, then yeah, you can have long hair. 5'11? <laughs> you said 5'11. <five> <laughs> No, well, I mean said... for me, me. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> Come on, guys, keep up. <laughs> We're going to make fun of me. We're going to be consistent about it. Um, yeah, you uh, just hanging out by the fountain. What are you guys doing while you wait? Um, is there, like, built-in bulletin boards anywhere? I just kind of want to, like, scope around the area and see what I see. Yeah. Um, Maybe sort of drinks or anything like that. Yeah, you could go to the same bulletin board that you've seen your own face on a couple of times. Uh, not for anything big, but uh, <laughs> a street urchin wanted for petty theft <laughs> or harassment of elderly men <laughs> um, or harming a cat in an alley. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> uh, yeah, but on that same board, there is a uh, familiar poster referencing a doppelganger um, with a contact name for Trenton, for someone to talk to, uh, the name being uh, Kareem Badar. Kareem Badar? Yep. All right, I'm going to grab that. The poster? Yeah, I'll grab the poster. Great. Is there an illustration on the poster, or is it just text? An illustration of the doppelganger? Or Kareem. Oh, no. No. Uh, There is no illustration of Kareem Badar on there. Gotcha. But other than that, just... uh, a few wanteds for small bin. There's a couple of uh, bandits on there from, you would assume, the woods. Um, a drawing of a man in an apron and a man with a big club. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would recognize the man with the big club as the guy that you guys slew in episode two. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice rhyme. And the man with the apron, you would also shot him. I know saw him. I don't know about the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, saw the man with the apron. He ran off while you guys were fighting. I want to grab the one with the man's club. Nice. Great. You going to go back and dig up his grave and <laughs> <laughs> return his head for payment? No. No? <laughs> okay. Um, so if you guys are just kind of chilling. Mm-hmm. All right, just kind of chilling. About 10, 15 minutes go by, and uh, Nelda comes out the front, and she goes directly towards Shay and kind of snuffs her head up at the two guards. Doesn't like them very much, and comes to Shay and uh, says... She wants to see you. She said that she recognized the description I gave her of someone who helped her with a mouse problem. Do you know anything about that? My Shay? eyes are really big and I'm like still pointing at my face. Like me. You're talking like me, Shay. Ah, it's apparently that's what she wants. I can go in for you if you want. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know what happened last time, but I'm all right. <laughs> and I'll head in. Great. Um, the guards... Uh, look at you a little funny, and you recognize the one on the left as one the the sad gentleman you abandoned in the bar, and he kind of avoids eye contact with you, kind of puts his head down. Aww. <laughs> smile and wave. Smile and wave. He, like, kind of looks up a little bit, and you see, like, a tiny, tiny smile, like, kind of come off his face. 
Uh, and you go up. It doesn't learn. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't learn. No, he's a glutton for punishment. You go inside, and there's a gentleman um, at the front door waiting for you, and he says, uh, Right this way, miss. Um, it'll be up the stairs. I believe you know the room. You spent some time in there before. Uh, I have. Mm-hmm. Nah, yes. All right. And he starts walking upstairs, and if you follow him, yeah, uh, you follow him? Yes, I Great. follow him. Up the stairs, and you come to the door, and you recognize that it's the same one that you were in before. Um, you open it, or sorry, he opens it for you, and at the at the desk is the same old woman that uh, was going crazy over the mouse problem. Just hurt them. <laughs> I just hurt them. <laughs> Wait. She took her, she hurt her hip, remember? Oh, yeah. She fell off the table and hurt her hip. <laughs> yeah. So, you you go in the door and you see this woman at the desk. You recognize it's the same secretary. She looks up at you with her little glasses pulled down. She says, Oh, it is you. I thought I would recognize what Nelda, was it Nelda? Yes, ma'am. Yes. She uh, gave me some uh, uh, kind of horrific news. And she stands up and, you know, she's using a little cane now. Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid so. <laughs> and she looks at the gentleman and she says, Oh, you can, uh, you can leave us, please. Um, and he waits a second and closes the door behind him and you know, waits outside. And she says, oh, oh, I don't... I don't mean to sound um, ungrateful for what you've already done with the mouse, uh, but zombies? Yes, ma'am. Um, we, me and my crew, me and my members just came from Trenton. <laughs> and yes, undead. There, we got help, but there will most likely be some trickling in this direction. Oh, dear. We haven't seen... Untead for many years, not since I was a girl. Oh, a pretty girl. Oh, so long ago. Oh, you said you got help mm-hmm. from who? Um. Um. <laughs> oh, spit it out, girl. Helpful strangers. Not exactly sure who they are specifically, but they graciously offered to help. Um, to do what they can in Trenton. Hmm. I don't fully understand. Um, and you say that they'll handle the problem? What they can. Hmm. Give me, uh, or actually, yeah, give me, you're trying to conceal something, so give me a deception and then I do a competing insight. All right. Dirty 20. Uh, Seven. Oh, well... You've been so kind already. I can't bear to doubt you. <laughs> um, well, we must ready our defenses. Do you, do you have any more information that would help us in this? Um, hmm. She is rubbing her temples right now, trying to remember. <laughs> Not that I can think of mm-hmm. at this moment. Well, stay close by. We'll, uh... She's... Doing what I'm doing, like fiddling with stuff on my shirt. <laughs> I'm just really in character. <laughs> we'll uh, most likely be needing you, as I don't believe many of our officers have encountered such a an enemy before. But for now, 
Oh, leave us be, and that'll spread the word as best I can. Thank you, ma'am. And then I'll start heading out. Okay. Um, when you open the door, uh, the guy that showed you in just immediately, like, stands up really straight. Like, he was maybe listening in at the door, like, with his, like a cup in his ear to the door. And he says, Are you quite finished yet? Yep. All right. If, if you heard the word zombies, you are correct. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. I did not hear anything. All right. And I decided to use a different voice as well. <laughs> Follow me. And uh, he walks back down the voice he uses when he's nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so he leads you back downstairs and uh, outside. Um, all the other doors on the second level are shut. I don't know if you remember the, the first one uh, when you were up there. Originally, you saw the large office with the gold desk. Um, that one is boarded up. And you exit the place no problem, and the gentleman that you smiled and waved at is much happier to see you now. And he smiles and says, Pushy! I'm gonna give him a flower. You have a flower? There's oh, yeah, my hair. Was... There's my hair is full of flowers oh still. Oh my gosh, you are making this man's day. <laughs> Take a point of inspiration for just being so gosh darn sweet. <laughs> or nasty. <laughs> yeah, nasty. Oh, yeah, maybe nasty. But he doesn't Either know way, that. Point of inspiration, <laughs> I like it. Uh, so yeah, you exit and what do you do? What do I do? Oh, I'm going to um, confront Chauvin and Karthus. Um, you would... find Karthus just sitting, leaning up against or making himself comfortable by the fountain with that plate that he had snagged before refilled and just eaten away off it. <laughs> Where'd you snag a plate from? Uh, the Dragon Ale place where we got, or sorry, the Dwarven Ale. Oh. That was just a plate for random food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he threw that in his bag. He took it with him. <laughs> oh my goodness. He kept the plate. <laughs> he said it's refilled? Yeah. Well, when he threw it in, everything just went all over the bag. <laughs> he put it all back on his plate. Oh my <laughs> he just throws a plate of food in his bag. Like gravy all over your stuff. <laughs> I think it was bread and cheese. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was dry food. Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> okay, so that's what you see. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, the mayor's wife seems to understand the threat and is going to do something um, to uh, prepare for that and asked if we could stay and help as well. I'm watching my imp and he's invisible and anytime anyone comes near he splashes him from the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> So much talking. Oh. <laughs> so much talking. <laughs> You're doing so good. <laughs> I, the mayor's wife seems to understand the threat and believes that there's actually undead creatures heading here. Cool. And is doing what she can to prepare and ask for our help. What, it, what would she like for us to do? She asked us just to stick around for a moment. Okay. I didn't wonder how soon they were coming. Well, uh, just tell your guard friend there to relay the message and... <laughs> I guess, and I pull a bag of keys out of my <laughs> bag. We can just uh, help ourselves to the hotel. Oh, all right. I'm going to uh, go to the friend that just gave a flower mm. and be like, um, the tell the mayor's wife that they're coming at in about 
midday. Midday, you said right? Noonish. Um, There's not actually time, late afternoon. Late afternoon, but they're coming late afternoon. And I want to give them another flower. Um, who who's coming, Shay? She'll understand. She'll understand. Just be prepared. But I don't understand. Undead creatures. Undead. 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 What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Undead. I'm and gonna give him another flower. flower. But he drops that and put another one in his hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I was just appearing in his hand. <laughs> and I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> Once again, you've left him in a in a mess. <laughs> he he runs inside. <laughs> disappears from sight. And the other fellow's just like, what on earth did you say to him? <laughs> but you've walked away. Yep. Yeah. Headed towards the... Karthus gets up, dumps his plate back in his pack and follows them. <laughs> follows them? Mm-hmm. To wherever they're going. Where? <laughs> now that we're uh, approached you at this point and said, how, how did it go? Oh, good. I think she understands the threat. Hmm. Um, and is preparing what she can. How many did you say there were? There were at least a hundred in Tretton, but um, there shouldn't be that many coming here. There's people there working on it. Not from Tretton, though. People? What do you mean, not from Tretton? No one's in Tretton. I think perhaps this isn't the place to talk about this. She looks around. (laughs) (laughs) So she would start walking back towards the uh, Timber Ale Tavern. That's where the horses are still, right? Mm-hmm. If you look after, uh, if you look after Pig, I'm gonna go to the inn real quick and see if I can't make a little quick money. All right. <laughs> Does Carla still have the key, the key to room one hundred four? I don't know. I <laughs> believe so. You didn't. I don't remember you saying and did anything with it. Yeah, sure. You still got it. He's got all the other ones except for one hundred five, where Ray was. Mm. Was it still on your body? <laughs> Is it still on the body? <laughs> the body's still in there. Gosh, what did happen to the body? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Won't think about that right now. Um, yeah, so you guys head back there. You follow... What's her face? Nelda. Nelda. Follow Nelda back to the Timberale Tavern. Or oh, sorry, yeah. The lodge is closer, so you guys were to arrive first. Mm-hmm. It's open. Mm-hmm. Um, and you head inside? Yeah. Yeah. It is well lit, fire going, um, and a pleasant-looking gentleman sitting at the front desk. Hello, uh, how's it going this fine morning? It's good, man. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Just, uh, actually coming to inquire about, uh, the owner of this establishment. Uh, the owner? We have some history. Yeah, he doesn't, uh, you have history. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, uh... He doesn't stay here in Open Chris. No, he's a uh, he's located over at Rage Bay. He owns uh inns almost in every town. Hmm. Yeah. How'd you make your way here? Yeah, well, I've been here uh, about sixteen years. I just came in on a wagon. Didn't much like where I was before, and here I am now. I gotcha. And you still maintain a rapport? Well, if you're gonna put a guy here, then there's no point in me doing the bid. <laughs> Hey, you've been gone for you did this. You left this place like a week ago. Four days. 
So, like, uh, okay. it's not like nobody else works there and it's just going to be abandoned forever. <laughs> I just thought maybe it would be abandoned for a week. <laughs> All right, let's rewind. Why not? There's nobody here. You're right. It's dusty. There's no fire. What do you do? Hey, guys, come in. Get some rooms. <laughs> rooms for sale. That's all I was going to try to do. I have seven gold, Zeb. <laughs> I have seven gold. <laughs> Ask him for a job. And everything costs a gold piece around here. It cost me ten gold pieces to cast my fine familiar spell. You couldn't have uh, caught him in his lie about having worked there for sixteen years. Yeah. Sixteen years? He didn't say he, he worked there for sixteen years, did he? But he'd only been in Oak and Crest for sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just I thought it'd be interesting if he walked in as George. Oh yeah. I think it would have been more likely that anybody and everybody would have walked in. <laughs> And started using those rooms. Try to use them. Forget it. Forget it. Let's move on to greener pastures. <laughs> I just come in. I'm like, never mind. Here are your keys. And I throw them on the counter. Yeah, what do they do without all the keys? They change the locks. <laughs> That's what you do when you don't have keys. Come back in as Jordan. <laughs> I remove a bag of keys from my inventory. This is me erasing it. <laughs> I'm throwing it on the ground as you leave. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> bag of keys. We're still Gone. recording. Okay. Yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to edit that, but hey, whatever. Just leave it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the keys. Uh, we've got it. Hey. Are these the keys that went missing last week? I have no idea. Have a nice day. By the way, there's an army of zombies headed in this direction. Have fun with that. What in the world? I hope your locks work. Oh, and I just walk out. Well, they did before you took the keys. <laughs> All right. So you walk out. <laughs> so the locks don't work? <laughs> I don't know, man. No, they, 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 uh, they just uh, took the locks off. <laughs> they took the locks Ooh. off. <laughs> Until they could get a locksmith in to put new ones on and manufacture keys. So now maybe they'll just put them back on. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you always, like, go towards the things I never would have thought about. <laughs> but that's the beauty of D&D. Alright. Great. So you ditched that place. Um, Nelda would arrive back at the Timber Tavern with you, Shay. Um, and kind of look around and Kind of uh, open the door and kind of shush you in. Have you not been open? Oh, it's a long story. I think that there are more important things right now, though. Um, and she, you're inside? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she sits you down and pours you a drink, non-alcoholic, because she doesn't want you to be an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she sits down. She says, so who's, who's helping? I don't understand, Shay. I feel like you're not telling me everything. We went into the forest and got help from the forest. Help from the forest? An old man guided us in there and gave us a safe-ish way to communicate with them. With with them? The bandits? No, not the bandits. Deeper into the forest than the bandits. Deeper? Oh, shit. You don't... Are you nodding? Yeah, I'm nodding. I just nodded. <laughs> Shay's nodding. You're just like having a conversation with me, like, I'm nodding. <laughs> it's great. You don't mean 
And you say, you nod your head, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shay. And she has this, like, realization of what that means. You, you know they can't be trusted. Mm, I trust that. There was, there was, there's nobody in, in Trenton, and I wasn't going to let hundreds of zombies go throughout everywhere. No, no creep, nobody would want that, human or not. Well, you're right. I just, I think it's, it's a miracle they didn't kill you then. I mean, you remember your father. They can't be trusted, Shay. Well, never mind that. I think we have much preparing to do. Um, but I feel like there's nothing we can do until they tell us something. They've given us no direction. What does it mean? We'll take care of it and hang around until we need you. I... I don't know. I hate this. I feel so helpless. That's it! And she gets up and she starts, like, grabbing chairs and breaking them and, like, dragging them over to the doors and the windows, like, boarding up. <laughs> <laughs> if they're coming, then I'm gonna be as ready as I can be. <laughs> don't you worry, Shay. They're not getting in here. And she's, like, barricading all the doors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I, I plan on being out there. She turns back. Oh, no, you aren't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. My bad. Um, uh, but, like, why not? <laughs> Shay, there's undead, there's fey creatures. And she kind of whispers that last part and looks around. Nothing well, about this is safe. The those the, them probably won't come. The fae probably won't come this direction. They're gonna deal with it in Trenton. So we'll just be hopefully. I think I'm not sure. I don't know. Kind of. Yes. Give, give me a uh, <laughs> give me a perception check. <laughs> Whatever you're saying. Six. Six. <laughs> perception or persuasion? Perception. Oh. Yeah. Great. You don't notice anything. <laughs> All right. Not the same thing. It's great. All you right. feel totally secluded. Like, you and Nelda are the only ones there and okay. hearing what you're saying. Alright. Um, what are you two doing, Karthus and Shava? Do you ditch that place? Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, gonna head back to Pig and I'm gonna start looking at Rave's horse, like, kind of checking its mouth and feeling along its, uh, along its legs for sprains and uh, maybe get out of brush and start brushing its coat and it's like, I hope you're not looking to sell that. It's it's time to make some money. <laughs> it's either just going to die along the way and end up getting eaten, and horse does not taste what it costs, or we can sell this thing and fatten our coffers a little bit. Sure makes for a speedy getaway when you really need it. Well, don't lose your horse. Who said I was going to lose the horse? Well, I don't know. A whole extra horse, we just don't have that kind of room in our budget. You ever heard the expression, eats like a horse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do it. Well, yeah, but we also just don't have a budget, so. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. we got to see about pawning this beauty off here and defending the city from zombies or whatever. There's walls. <laughs> There's walls, right? How about we Close see the doors, about selling that... on their heads, right? How about we see about selling that liquid first? Oh. Uh, well, we could see if... Nelda has an interest, but 
I'm not sure if she has a market for it, for one. This she is a might pretty conservative know. town. She might know who might be interested in something like that. Yeah, we could play the question upright and maybe get a little information while still playing innocent. It is it is dead weight right now. Besides, with a horse you can carry more of what you do acquire at some point. We have this armor too. Mm, which may be a hot item right now. Right, right. Oh, Especially when they see what's coming. We'll sell the Dwarven Ale as anti-zombie potion and the plate mail as anti-zombie plate mail. We need to set up a booth. I think it would be also a smart idea not to be recognized after. What do you mean? Well, if we're selling something that doesn't necessarily work as described, I don't want to be linked to it. Fair enough. Well, let's just start with the armor. Armor works as described. Yeah. We'll yeah. just sell a piece at a time. Let's, uh... Let's go find that apple salesman. Yes. Cool. <laughs> We're gonna look for the purple apple guy. Yeah. So you would go to that same uh, like trading district mm -hmm. in the place. Give me a perception check. Mm -hmm. Give me a spot him or his cart. Seventeen. Nah. Nah. <laughs> uh, shopping. You're looking in all the wrong places. All the streets. Uh, you get the right side, I'll get the left side. <laughs> yeah, all the street vendors seem to look the same to you. Um, but Shavin, you spot that same dude and the big cart of apples up front. And he's just sitting there shining, shining all the apples, making them look pretty. Karthus elbows Shavin and turns his head towards the right direction. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wander over there and kind of side up next to the guy. I'm like, yeah, looks like you got a pretty prime spot for business here lots of uh foot traffic how's uh how's the apple industry been for you these days there's apple pie apple cider apple vinegar apple hair wash apple dry apple chips there's apple everything everybody wants apples Right. You want some apples? We've got apple pie, we've got apple chips, we've got apple cider, apple vinegar, apple dry. You want some apple? Actually, I was uh, thinking of a little bit of a, an entrepreneurial adventure we could share it together. See, you want to sell apples, right? Yep, I deal Clearly. with apple pies and apple cider Go on, and apple... time. Apple vinegar, apple chips, and apple dry. Right, and I've got something I want to sell. Now, you're going to draw customers that are looking for apples, apple pies, apple chips, apple vinegar, apple cider, etc. And I'm going to draw customers that are looking for armor to fend off the oncoming zombie hordes. Now, you could dip in to... <laughs> you looks really confused right now. <laughs> You could dip into my customers that come looking for this armor that I have, and I could dip into your Apple customers because, you know, you can't fight the oncoming hordes of doom on an empty stomach. And so uh, in this way, both of us shall benefit. Plus, I can draw quite a crowd, and I flourish my cloak. Give me a persuasion. Or performance. What do you want to do for that? Deception, persuasion, performance. Just persuasion. 13. 13. So he kind of eyeballs you, tilts his head a little bit, tilts his head the other way a little bit. Yeah, I uh, mainly deal with 
apple pies and apple ciders and apple although I see where you're going with you know war makes people hungry you know it's like putting diapers next to the beer mmm clever yeah I never tried that um I could see this being somewhat beneficial yeah you see over there and he points toward an alley Mm -hmm. um, there's a old kind of trashy looking cart in there that you could maybe set up into a, some kind of stand and uh, if you set up over there and you went right up uh, across from him and maybe we could do some communicado with our eyes on Lotto um, and uh, steer customers towards each other that's right Sounds good. Uh, I, I dip into that alleyway and uh, and find the cart there. Is it I, whether it wheels or not? Can I drag it out into the street? Yeah, you could drag it out. It's uh, about the size of this table, about mm -hmm. five feet long and three feet tall. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you could drag it out fairly easily. One of the wheels doesn't really work, or it's broken, so it's wobbling all over the place. Mm -hmm. uh, but you could drag it out. It looks a little trashy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna throw my uh, cloak over top of it mm. and then uh you know just like a table mat and then uh look over at Carthus and like what do we have that we can pawn right now in order to get a quick buck for something yeah starting with that armor got a couple spring carrots left <laughs> i don't think we want to get into produce that's going to upset our <laughs> business partner um now you're meditating I'm thinking. <laughs> Do you want me to pause? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also got this empty potion, this empty vial here. We could fill with something. And I think we could probably procure some more, too. If we can get some vials, I think we could have a little side business. People will come to look at the armor, but they'll, they'll leave with a little vial of courage. I think that could be very lucrative. Uh, sure. Do you think Nelda might have a few more of these? I don't know. Hmm. Vials? Mm -hmm. You probably wouldn't expect a barkeep to just have like Little vials. Vials, yeah. yeah. She'd have cups. Is there an apothecary in town? Yeah. You guys would have uh, passed a past a place called the Merchant's Post. Mm hmm Okay. What should we fill with? It? Fill these with? Cheap spirits and, like, cinnamon, you know. Okay. I'm sure we can get that from Nelda's. Probably. They're gonna rob her. Hmm? They're gonna rob her. Not mine. <laughs> no, you're not the most perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to go procure some more of these and see if I can fill them. Meet you back here in a little bit. You want to set up or... Yeah, so let's just get the armor out for now. And I'll mention that my compatriot is going to return with a special tonic that aids in courage. Perfect. And I can even say that with a straight face because I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> So, Carthus, so, you take off towards the merchant's post, mm -hmm. and Shavin, you stay and kind of set up the booth. Yeah. It would take you just a few minutes to get over to the merchant's post. It's not far off, and it's open. Um, it's it's lined with uh, shutters. 
on both sides and one door on the front. It's a one-story building, and if you walked in, the mm-hmm. all the all the walls are just lined with shelves and vials. Some empty, some full. Um, some marked with all of them are marked with some kind of symbol. If you look around, you see some with hearts on it, some with swords on it, some with shields on it, some with animals on it. Um, and at the front of the counter is a kind of an older woman. Mm-hmm. And she turns around at you and she's got an eye patch on. Mm-hmm. And she says, I think I'm out of woman voices. <laughs> hey, what can I help you with? Oh, do you have any health potions here? Health potions? Oh, of course. How many would you like? Well, for starters, how much do they cost? Health potions? 50 gold pieces. Oh. I might have to come back with the rest of my money before I buy those. But do you have liquid courage? Oh, I think you can find that at most any tavern. Anything that actually works? She looks back. I think I have the thing that you were looking for. Hmm. She does like a little flourish with her hands and puts her hand pretty obviously in her sleeve and (laughs) pulls out a small vial with an arm symbol on it, like a flexing arm. This will empower any individual. What does that cost? Would it be the same? What to do? Makes it courageous. (laughs) It's immunity to fear. 50 gold pieces. Mm. For how long? That would determine how much it would cost, probably. This would, uh, this potion would keep any individual from, uh, shatting himself for an entire day. Hmm. That sounds interesting. But it's also in the price point that I didn't bring enough money for. Mm. Do you have, and he produces his empty vial, any more, any of these... Just an empty vial. She kind of squints at. Oh, empty vial? Yeah. Like 50 of those? Oh, of course. I get almost too many in every week. Oh, would you like me to carry some off for you? <laughs> and she's she kind of tends her head. Oh, you sly boy. <laughs> and she smiles sheepishly. <laughs> She blinks, but it looks like a wink because she only has one eye. <laughs> I'll be right back. And she walks in the back, and she comes back out with a, like a kind of a large satchel, mm-hmm. and it's clinging. She puts it on the table, and she says, Now, they're nothing special, but I've learned long ago that if there is a need, then there is gold. True that. What would you be willing to give me? Decided oh, to let you guys come up with the prices. Just for a bunch of it? empty things? There's like 50, 50 of them. Empty, empty vials? I'd pay a gold for that. Give me a persuasion. There should just be a haggle dice. 19 on the die is all you guys say, man. Okay. <laughs> if it's a 19 on the die, what, who is this lady? <laughs> Shrewdy McNoberson. <laughs> the hardest haggle in this side of the forest. McNoberson. <laughs> yeah, that's her name, McNoberson. Uh, she squints a little bit and she says, Okay, only because you're cute. <laughs> and he smiles again. And she, I'll be back for the rest of those. Other things that I mentioned later. And she holds the bag out with her hand open. And he drops 
the gold piece in one with one hand and takes the bag with the other. And she uh, gives you a nod and turns back to behind the counter. I'll see you later. I hope so. Turns around and head towards Timber, the Timberdale Tavern. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Shavin, while you're setting this place up, what does that look like? Um, so I've got the armor kind of in a bag, and uh, it's just sitting on top of my little cart, which I kind of line nice and square with the street, and I just start watching people, and I'm listening, just listening to the kind of murmurs that are going on. Mm. I'm listening for uh, fear. Fear? None of that. And the news doesn't seem to have spread to the con- the common folk, um, whoever knows about the coming dread is keeping it to themselves mm-hmm. um, but as you are kind of setting up the place a gentleman comes up and kind of crosses his arms and looks at your table and he says he uh what you selling and i'm kind of just looking at the crowd right now and i kind of look at him distracted i'm like oh nothing go away hey uh you you got a table uh, you look like you're selling what are you selling no, I just uh, just bought the table. What are you going to put on the table? Nothing. What would you buy the table for? What's uh, what's this, 20 questions? Hey, I came to the market. You're setting up a table in the market. You I want to buy something at the market. What are you selling? Wife and kids you need to get home to or anything like that? Are you selling them too? No. Uh, I don't think you can afford what I'm selling, my friend. Hmm. You're a shrewd businessman. But I'm not leaving here until I know what you're selling. <laughs> he leans forward a bit. Good. Well, what good with uh, customers hanging around the table? You'll be the first. Customers for what? You won't know until I uh, until I pull it out of the bag. He kind of looks around. Do you have a bag? Yeah, full of armor. <laughs> bag full of armor. Mm-hmm. So right now it's just a table with a cloth on it, right? Yeah. Like well, there's a bag it. in the corner of it that's like, you know, got lumps and bumps in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. He turns around and he starts saying, Hey, uh, hey everybody, this guy, he's not actually selling anything. He, he just has a table. Just keep walking. A couple of people stop and they say, What do you mean he's not selling anything? What's, what's in the bag? There's a bag right there. What's in the... And then another person comes on. Well, you guys, what do you guys looking at? There's a, there's a, oh, the bag. Yeah, there's a bag. He's not selling anything. And like more people come and you got like, like 10 people looking at, Hey, what's in the bag? No. We're all here. We want to know what's in the bag. Serious buyers only. I don't think any of you can afford my wares. And he takes out like a bag of gold and he puts it on the table. He says, there's my gold. Now what's in the bag? Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't and know about that. The guy next to him takes out a bag of gold and puts it on. Is that enough gold? How much does it look like? Oh, jeez. Probably like 60 gold. 60 gold. No. 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 Jeez. Hmm. He picks it back up, and they both pick him back up and put him back there. Serious buyers only. But uh, this wouldn't interest you, not a person such as yourself. Or you, good sir, it wouldn't interest you at all, I doubt. Um, especially not with your funding. But you guys uh, should hang around in a in an hour or so. We're going to be selling something that you can't afford and probably would interest you. However, I'm not selling anything right now. Nothing right now. Hmm. Give me a some kind of performance thing. Okay. Performance? Yeah. Seven. Oh man. 
I hate the Shaman's like so good at stuff, but so bad at stuff. Also, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, hey, this guy doesn't got anything. He's bluffing. He's bluffing. I say he's bluffing, and they like kind of walk away, like talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as they're walking away, talking about what's in the bag, and mm-hmm. oh, he wants more money than I'm not a serious paying customer. What does he take me for? Hey, you're serious enough for me, Nell. Um, but they. I want to pick one of them. Uh, maybe the one with the loudest voice. It would be that guy. Okay. Mm. And I project into his mind a dramatic voice that goes, Oh, chosen one. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? <laughs> Do not form too much of a reaction lest you startle your companions. No, um... Nothing, I I was just talking about the guy with the bat. What do you want? <laughs> you have been selected by the gods to be the hero of this city. Oh gosh, all the pressure. Hey, I gotta, I gotta go guys, I'll uh, see you later. He kind of ducks down an alleyway. Even now, an army of death marches upon the city's walls and its people are ignorant what? to its presence. <laughs> Oh, but you can't hear him, huh? Not really. No. Uh, Not, I mean, if he's within my range to do that, then yes, I can hear him. Yeah, he just went a little ways down and down an alley. Probably the same alley that you got the car from. So not too far away. He's probably not exactly shouting, so I probably really can't hear him. No. Um, I'm going to, uh, I hold my hand back up behind my head, and I poke my imp awake, and he starts awake, and I'm like, hey, do that thing. And he turns into, uh, well, he turns into a rat. And I'm like, no, not that one. <laughs> and he goes, Poof, and then like some feathers come up out of my hood. And he hops up onto my shoulders and he is polymorphed into a raven. Mm. And I'm like, hey, flap over there so I can hear what that joker's saying. And he goes, ah! yeah, he kind of yawns and then flits over to the rooftop so I can, I can hear him. And then. In the man's head, I say, journey now to the north gate where you will see with your own eyes, and then turn and warn your brethren, prepare for battle. Prepare for battle, and at all costs, do not let what is in that bag go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> do you already have a plan of inspiration? <laughs> no. Take a plan of inspiration. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all right, I'm going, I'm going. And he just like books it. You see him dart out of this alleyway and just go, just zooming. He is zooming down to the north gate. And I'm just going to uh, lay down kind of on the wagon and um, the raven flits back and kind of lands on the corner of the wagon. And I kind of take the bag and stuff it into my, underneath my cloak and pull my hood up over my eyes and just start watching through the uh, the raven's eyes as I just kind of relax there, waiting to see when Carthus comes back. Yeah. Uh, Carthus, you went over to Nelda's. Mm-hmm. So about the time that she's, like, stacking everything in front of the thing and saying, no, you got to stay here. Carthus, you arrive there at the door that's barricaded. The back door <laughs> or the front door? Well, I think all of them are slightly barricaded now. She's in the progress, in the process of throwing everything against all of the doors and windows. Okay, so he goes to the back door, because that's where he's been coming and going from, and tries to open it and pushes on the door. Yeah, (laughs) 
it's unlocked. She was too frantic to lock it, so it just kind of shoves, and you just slide the the bench away from the door. <laughs> it's not very secure from zombies. She's a bartender. <laughs> then Carthus walks in and says, "What are you trying to do in here? You trying to lock the door?" Oh dear! You see, you see, Shay. It's dangerous. Did you lock the door? No. No, I didn't lock the door. I think you just got me all in a tuffle. I think it might help if you lock the door before doing that. Do you have any? Uh, do you have anything to drink? Slightly intoxicating. Oh yes, yes, it's behind the bar. Just, just take it. Thanks. Is the cinnamon cinnamon back here too? Ah, uh, you'll find it in the cupboard in the back. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> and Carthus goes and rummages around. She goes back to the door and like locks it this time and pushes the bench back against it and then goes back to the other windows in the front and starts putting stuff up on the counters. He grabs a few good-sized jugs and quite a bit of other spices as well. Yeah. And then heads back out the same way, moves the bench, <laughs> unlocks the door, and walks out. She wouldn't even notice you. <laughs> she would turn back and be like, did you close the door? After you no. Okay. <laughs> she'd turn back and she'd be like, goodness me. Well, maybe this isn't the safest place. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nelda, I don't... I think that I'm going to help prevent the zombies from getting in here. I don't know what the mayor's wife has planned, but the less far they can go, the better. Perhaps if they knew. No, no, they mustn't know who's coming to aid us. I fear they would not handle it as gracefully as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, I try not to mention it. Okay. Well, well, what should I do? Um. Apparently I'm terrible at barricading. (laughs) (laughs) I I could help barricade you in, or you could leave town. Uh, I'm not sure. Leave town? Where would I go? This is my home. Although... She looks around at the bar and she's like, There isn't much for me here anymore. Perhaps it is time I leave. Well, you better be off. Find your friends and and help them with whatever they're doing. Are you going to stay here? I'll be okay. But are you going to stay here? I'll be okay. But what if I want to come looking for you? Or write you a letter? I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for your return. You will? Yes. All right. And I'll leave and try to catch up with Carthus. Okay, okay. Probably would, wouldn't be too hard. Carthus was just went over toward where the horses were, mm. set up in between them, between the two, and just started filling bottles and <laughs> you just adding spices. <laughs> come outside and he's just like a scientist at work. <laughs> Cinnamon, rum, <laughs> nutmeg. A little dirt. A little dirt. <laughs> just a little bit of this and that. <laughs> what in the world are you doing? So that's what you'd come out to. Carthus? Hey, Shay. What you doing? Making some money. He doesn't look up. He keeps working. Where's Chauvin? Oh, he's that way somewhere. And he motion gestures roughly in the direction of the market. market. Yeah. All right. Well, um. Did you finish talking to Nelda? Yeah. What's her plans? She's going to stay here and um, I have to check back. I'm going to check back in with her before we leave here. Okay. Does she, has she figured out how to lock that door yet? I hope. I'm trying not to think about it. You want to lock her in? 
<laughs> backwards lock pick. <laughs> I'm gonna try to back Can I do that? Yeah, do it. I wanna try to do that. Alright. Uh, 23. Yeah, easy. It's a little weird because you've never really tried to lock something lock picking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's not as hard as it sounds. <laughs> lock people in. Yeah. <laughs> lock people in. Kind of. But they got the lock on their side. Yeah. But yeah, you know. Yeah, great. Stop them for a second. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Takes you 15 <laughs> seconds to lock it, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna um, take the the wheat out and give some to the horses. Great. While Carthus is doing this thing. <laughs> whatever, whatever that he's is. Doing, I'm not gonna ask Do you questions. have any nice material? Anything like blue or purple? Blue or purple? Fancy in general. He doesn't look up. Um, <laughs> There's no way Shay has fancy stuff. <laughs> let me look in my bag. How about Nelda? Nelda's uh, not really a fancy. No, fancy it's lady. it's pretty dusty in there. Hmm. Okay. Here, dig through mine. See if see if Rave had anything in there. All right. I'll start looking through uh, Rave's bag. Okay. Uh, give me an inspection. All right. Inspe- investigation. Inspection. I have a bell. A bell? Yeah, the bell. Nice. Is that helpful? Mm. Uh, not quite what I'm after. <laughs> Sean's excited right. about it. <laughs> nodding vigorously. Yes, bells. You said a what check? Sorry. Investigation. Investigation. Or perception. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, yep. dirty 20. It turns out the inner lining of Shay, or Rave's bag is um, velvet-ish. How much is there? Just, just the size of the bag? Yeah. Uh, the bag seems to be made of some velvet material, inside-ish. Inside-ish? You said inside, right? I said the words backwards. You said the inside <laughs> of it is <laughs> velvet. <laughs> right on. Great. Uh, there's a bag. Velvet material. There we go. That. Okay, cool. That'll work. Thanks. And he doesn't look up. He just keeps working. Right. So you guys would... Is it okay to say that you would finish your project and yeah. then head back to Shabbat? Uh, before that happens, though, he, he says, as he finishes, as he's almost done, he says, can you start loading these into that bag? Remove the contents of that bag that you found and put it in the other one. What? <laughs> <laughs> Empty the nice bag out and put all that stuff in my other pack. All right. I'll do that. Should we... And take these and put them in that pack. He looks right. up briefly for this. Because <laughs> it seems to... <laughs> Hard to give direction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Great. And he looks back and finishes. Should we take the horses with us? Nelda probably won't be looking outside if someone comes around. Mm, no, I wasn't. I didn't find what I was looking for. All right. What were you looking for? A larger piece of nice cloth. <laughs> for the horse? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this will work. Okay. Uh, let's go. All right. So you would get back to where Shavin's at in another, like, five, ten minutes walk over to the Merchant District. And you arrive with him just kind of, like, laying back, kind of, like, half-sleeping with the crow watching out. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I see uh, Karthus approaching, then I, like, bolt awake and I'm standing on top of the wagon. I'm like, praise the gods! You made it, man! And that's where we're in this episode. Thank you for joining us in tonight's adventure. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays and Fridays. 
at 7pm Alaska Standard Time to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. Again, my name is Wacy, and there's nowhere you can find me yet. And I'm Colton, playing Chauvin the Smuggler. Thanks for joining us. And I'm Beta, playing Shay the Survivor, and thank you guys for listening. And I'm Zeb, and you can find us on Instagram at Frontier underscore Fiction or on Facebook at Frontier Fiction. We have a Discord out there somewhere. If you can find it, you can be involved in our puppy meme sharing. Yes. Yes, it's a blast. All right, thanks for coming. Have a good evening. Toodles. Keep your stick on the ice. Dead. Whack. Oh. Yay.